Hey guys, welcome to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. My name is Anita. I am your money mindset coach and makeup mentor. This is a podcast where we talk little about makeup and we actually talk all about the business side about being a freelance makeup artist. The beauty industry is a $500 billion industry and we're tapping into it simply just by believing that we can. So if you have the limiting belief that we can't make money in this industry, mm, this podcast is for you. I'm not only going to tell you all the things that I've learned the hard way, but I'm also going to be bringing on the experts in the beauty industry to go over their tips, tricks, strategies, and stories so that you can take your business to the next level. Now, without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi, beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. I am so unbelievably happy and grateful that you guys get to listen to today's episode. And I'm not going to lie, I'm laughing right now because I did not give my virtual assistant a warning that this episode is a tear jerker. And I'm not even talking like tearing up a little bit. I'm talking ugly cry. I'm a very sensitive person. And if I have any emotion that comes up, I just feel it. So I'm giving you the fair warning right now. So the reason why this episode is so deep and so beyond just having or being a makeup artist. It's so beyond even just manifesting the things that you want. And that's why I'm really, really excited for you guys to hear Stacy's story. So Stacy is a soul sister of mine. You will hear us talking on this episode and it feels like we have known each other our whole entire lives, but I swear to you, this is our first conversation that we've ever had. So I actually met Stacy through word of mouth from somebody that I met in the mastermind. My last episode talked about the mastermind I joined with Chris Harder and I met so many amazing people. And one of my friends, Jim, just went completely out of his way to connect me and Stacy after he heard her story about a traumatic experience in her family and how it affected her career, her life, her mindset. And she just so happened to be in the beauty industry and we connected and her story also resonated with my story of something that I'm going through. And it was just so beautiful and full circle. So to give you guys a little dose of what's gonna be in this episode, um, Stacy is gonna be talking about how she actually manifested everything that she wanted in her business, in her life. Um, she also talks about a divorce that she let go of, somebody that was no longer serving her and how she manifested her new person. And I just think her story was so beautiful because she had everything, right? Everything that she had ever possibly wanted. And then this traumatic experience happened. And then everything in her business came to a halt, completely stopped, for seven months, seven months. And then when she got the momentum to get back to work, three months later, guys, COVID happened. And in this story, she talks about how makeup saved her. Makeup saved her life. It raised her vibration to get through this experience and it also led her to her next manifestation of working with a beauty brand. Ugh, there's just so many goodies on this episode and I'm so excited for you guys to hear this, but I, I mean this so, so, so deeply. If you're listening to this and if you resonate with this, um, 
please, please reach out to Stacy and thank her for sharing her story. Thank her, thank her, thank her, thank her. I cannot even explain how grateful I am, how vulnerable she is about everything that she was going through and sharing it with you guys because I know that somebody is really, really resonating with it and just using her story as the example. And you can only imagine how hard it is to get on here and tell the story. And at the end of the day, that's why we're doing it, guys. That's why we do this is because we want to inspire people like you. You're listening to this for a reason. And this is the first time that Stacy has got on a podcast to tell this story. So... I'm going to not waste any more of this intro so that you guys can get into this episode. Without further ado, let's get right to it. Hi, friends. Welcome back to the Makeup Mentor Podcast. I am super happy and grateful today to have a guest for you who's truly, truly going to inspire you and honestly shift your whole reality and your perspective on life. So I'm really, really excited to talk about uh, the topics that we're going to be talking about today and uh, not only the business, but your story, Stacy. So I'm really, really excited. And how are you doing today? I'm so good. How are you? Good. Oh yeah. We were just, you were just telling me how grateful you were to be on this podcast. And I just feel like it's like a grateful war. I'm like, I know I'm so grateful for you. So it's so funny. So good. This is just, this is such a powerful time in our world where people are lacking in human connection. Mm. And you are doing that very thing by doing this podcast and giving people that connection. So Mm. thank you so much for having me. Oh, that gave me chills. Thank you. Yeah, I just decided to invest all my time and energy into this. And um, on my last episode, I don't know if you heard it, but I talked about how I'm no longer going to be doing makeup anymore so that I can focus on doing this. And it it is a full-time job. It really is. So you do it well and you're giving back to the world in a different way. So it's really incredible. Thank you. Alrighty. Let's get to the fun stuff. I just want to ask a couple rapid fire questions and then we're going to get into your story about before you started doing uh, hair and makeup. So my first rapid fire question for you is how old were you when you first started doing or putting on makeup yourself? Oh my gosh. Interestingly enough, I was pretty young. Uh, my dad was a very successful businessman and he would do TV interviews and the makeup artists would use Mac makeup. Wow. So I am not the girl who started with drugstore brand, which sounds so snotty, but like, that's just how I was introduced to it. And so I remember him taking us into the Mac store, my sister and I, and being amazed everything there was in the world of makeup. And I fell in love with it very early on. Wow. <laughs> That's so cool that your, your dad <clears throat> was a businessman. I, I, I like really, really acknowledge stuff like that. Obviously we're both really big on um, probably inner child work and you know, how we were raised and stuff like that. So I love hearing how, what, that your, your dad was a businessman too. So that's amazing. Oh yeah. Oh Yeah. So uh, my second rapid fire question for you is how did you learn how to do makeup? That's such a good question because I'm a little older. I'm 44. So I grew up when we didn't have the internet and we didn't, wow. you know, 
I remember obsessively looking at teen magazine. I'm probably making myself sound really old. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But having a fascination with Maybelline commercials that stands out in my mind mm-hmm. and mimicking things that I would see in magazines. <clears throat> and it wasn't until beauty school where I really started to learn the art of makeup, mm. how it can complement the face, how it can accent features. Um, and I also noticed that it made women feel better. Mm. And I liked that, that, that was when I really started to get into it. It went from just the applying it to watching them shift when they saw Mm. this makeover, you know? So that, that for me, it was, it was trial and error. Oh, yes. I love that. I like how you said shift. I'm like, oh, you're speaking my language. This is so Girl, I got you. <laughs> That's so true, though. <laughs> um, my uh, third rapid fire question for you is who is your favorite makeup artist? I'm going to get like a little emotional about this because you would probably think that I would name somebody famous or that. I would have this person that I aspired to be, but my favorite makeup artist is my daughter. She went into cosmetology as well, uh, which was just a beautiful thing. She ended up going to the same beauty school that I did. And I love everything about the way she does her makeup, the way that she does it for other people. And I see her having the same gifts and talents as her mom. And so it's created a really strong bond. So she's my favorite. Oh, how beautiful. (laughs) She's going to re-listen to this and waterworks all over again. (laughs) (laughs) My last rapid fire question for you is, uh, what is your favorite foundation? This is a great question because (laughs) I... I'm a real makeup snob. And I would say that my favorite one as of a year ago would have been Lancome. Mm. I love Lancome foundation. I love the coverage, but I was introduced to a makeup brand right at the beginning of COVID. And it was the next step on my journey. And now I'm using all of their products. It's pharmacy. And yeah, I, so now I'm in love with it. Wow. Yeah. Isn't it crazy how everything shifts too? I think, especially with foundation, you hear so many uh, stories and I really want to get someone on the podcast to talk about this, of like how the the big brands are actually made in the same factories as like other companies. And I, yes. I can't wait till I find someone who can like really break this down. I think that would be incredible. I think it would be incredible for people to see that like, this is the behind the scenes. This is how products are made. That's one of the things that I've been learning from our company is seeing the behind the scenes. I was just at an event last night in Philadelphia. Wow. Chills. So yes. <laughs> and they were like, they were showing us all the detail that goes into the packaging and the formulation. And it's fascinating when you can get behind the scenes like that. Wow. Oh, that is so amazing. Okay. I'm so very excited to get into that. Okay. Before we do, um, I first want to get into where were you before you started doing makeup? Like, was it oh, hair and makeup? Cause you were, you do both. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
So um, <clears throat> we have a lot of listeners who are either in that beginning stage or maybe they are already well down the road in their journey. And I think your story in general about, uh, you know, everything that we're going to be talking about today is going to truly shift people. But I really just want to know where it started. Was it always the plan? So I always wanted to be a hairdresser, like mm -hmm. as far back as I can remember, that's what I wanted to do. I didn't have Barbies to dress them. I had Barbies to do their hair. That's how I learned how to French braid. I taught myself and I didn't go to beauty school right out of high school. My parents were really strict and they didn't want me to be blue collar. And so it was a back burnered thing. And I started having children. I have four now. I had three at the time <clears throat> I was going through a divorce. Uh, I was six weeks into beauty school when my marriage was falling apart and I managed to put myself through beauty school with three small children. So I started my career a little bit later than other people. I was creeping up on 30. You're more rooted in who you are. You know what mm -hmm. I mean? When you get older, right? Like you, you're just more rooted in like, I know who I am and I know my power and I can stand in my truth. And I was in that space and I went to beauty school and started on the journey of figuring out how I was going to do this, but I, I knew I was going to be successful. I knew mm. it. I knew that big things were coming my way because I, that I, I'm manifesting a girl. Mm -hmm. Okay. It's happening. I didn't put myself through all of this just to, to fail. So I pushed myself really hard and I landed a job about a year out of beauty school. I worked at a, like a, chop shop, <laughs> you know, churn and burn. Like you, you got, if, if you're new to the industry, it's like where you try to get as many people in as you can hair, makeup, whatever it is in the beauty business, hurry up. So I did that for a while. And then I landed a job at a really incredible salon in the Baltimore area. I live in Maryland and I learned everything I could because I paid attention to the people that were doing what I wanted to do. And I took what they did and I made it my own. And for anybody who's listening right now, this is key. This is key to having the business that you dream of is finding those people and make it your mission and manifest those things you want. I was a single mom with three kids. And somehow I made it happen. And I worked at a salon for a while and really did well. And then I, I've done this my whole career. I've led with intuition. Mm -hmm. Where does my heart tell me to be? And oh. that's why I, I ended up leaving that salon and I've been self-employed ever since. Wow. Until we had a tragedy. <laughs> which we'll talk about. Wow. I, I just love this because one, I love how vulnerable, vulnerable, I can never say that word you are with, um, where, you, how old you were when you started the journey, because I guess so many people don't realize of how common that is, how common it is for somebody to have a whole different career, whole different life before they started this journey. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm, I want to thank you for pointing out the divorce because I know that there's somebody here listening to right now who is 
um, really resonating with that. And I truly believe that's why I got called to start sharing these stories, because like you said, if you want to learn from somebody who's doing something or you want to learn how to do something, learn from somebody who's doing it successfully. And that was beginning of my journey. And I just wanted to learn. And I just would hear so many amazing stories. Like I'd be in coffee shops for like five hours talking to makeup artists. And I just felt like so many more people need to hear this. And then also on the other end, like people wanted to tell their stories, you know, and it's just so beautiful to share it. Um, and I want to touch back on the divorce again, because people are the biggest energy blocks. And I just want to, I cannot commend you enough for not only doing that, you know, I think it's, it's, um, a huge thing that happens where we feel stuck or we feel suffocated or we can't do this because we have kids and all this stuff. And I just seen how nice your husband is now who's helping you with the notifications. And I just think that's so beautiful and full circle. I just want to encourage anyone who is listening. It is never too late. If you want to be in this incredible industry, there is a room for you it is not too late. It's just, it, and it really is up to you. I mean, I ended up being a six figure hairdresser on my own, like doing hair and building a brand and doing makeup for people. And, um, I had it all fall apart, <laughs> which is really challenging. I had manifested the life of my dreams living in, uh, my home that I'm in now beautiful home. I live in the country. Mm. I have cows for neighbors. Oh. I married the love of my life and everything was picture perfect for me. I mean, I finally felt like I had my fairy tale ending and anybody who's in this industry knows you have to be consistent for people. And I had always delivered on that. I had a really, really strong following with my clients. And my son um, was a high school football player, really incredible human. And he started to battle addiction. Mm. And he overdosed in our home. And I moved my business home. And I started working out of my house. My mindset was, I will not fail at this. I've worked so hard for it. And a couple months after the overdose, he tried to take his own life by running his car into a tree at 100 miles an hour. And when that happened, my business stopped. It stopped completely. I was bedside with my son. And it took seven months to get to a place where I could go back and get behind the chair. And that was three months before the pandemic hit. And I came back to my business and I didn't have the following that I'd had, which is understandable, right? Life went on for everybody else. It, it stopped for me. Mm -hmm. And then we were shut down. And the same week that we were shut down, I was introduced to pharmacy mm -hmm. and my business exploded during a pandemic. Instead of telling people, I can do your makeup, I started saying, go do your makeup, you'll feel better. Mm. And I would get on camera on Facebook Live five to seven times a week. I've done wow. it for a year, for a year. 
And I would encourage women to take care of themselves and show them how to do their makeup so that they can feel the way they should feel Mm -hmm. and they can take that time to love themselves. But what's really divine about the story, and I'm hoping I can share this with you, Anita, because (laughs) I wanted to share this with you first. Mm -hmm. I have always taken the time to do my makeup where it's slow and methodical and rhythmic and I meditate. I think about my life. I think about where I am and I just make myself feel better. And when my son was fighting for his life in shock trauma, my husband would whisper in my ear, go upstairs and put some makeup on. You'll feel better. Mm. And it was the only time I was alone during that seven months because I was bedside, but I would do my makeup And somehow that time, that prayerful meditative time, that, that intentional time where you're, this is what I want for my life that turned into a business. That one thing that I did by going to the hospital with makeup on, it was like the universe and God and whoever else you want to say said, you know what, we're going to take your pain and we're going to turn it into purpose. And so makeup, as silly as it sounds, right? Makeup, makeup saved me. Makeup saved me in a way that I don't know a lot of people who could say that. But I feel really blessed because every day I get to love on women. Oh, this episode, I already knew that I wasn't going to wear makeup because I was just going to cut it off. Um, so there's so many things I want to touch back on. Um, <laughs> I obviously want to touch back on your, um, on your son. Well, the main thing that I want to say is that, um, I truly believe God and the universe will bring people in your life who have messages that you need to hear. So if you guys are listening to this right now, so Stacy was actually connected with me through um, a friend of mine from the mastermind that I joined. If you listen to my last podcast episode, I talk about um, the Chris Harder Fast Foundations. Everybody in that group was going to change the world. That is where I actually met Jim. So everybody in there is just so unbelievably amazing. And he actually heard Stacy's story and knew that she did makeup and he wanted to have her on the podcast. And I or told her that I had a podcast and I was like, oh my gosh, we have to get her on the episode. I was just really excited to talk to you in general. Like I had a, absolutely no idea about your story, about your son, about, you know, everything that shifted for you. And um, we just recently had a hard loss in our family due to suicide. And honestly, it only hurts when you say it out loud. And I want to bring this up because I, I'm curious, because I know that there's, it's one thing when you hear about other people's story, but when it actually happens to you. And I know that you're very intuitive and I'm very intuitive. And there was a part of me that knew it was going to happen. And I guess what my question is for you, obviously there's so many emotions that come up, but you as a mother and you know, your business and you've manifested everything that you want. And then something like this happens. 
Um, what emotions came up for you when this happened? So I've been trying really hard to figure out why. Um, because maybe if I knew why, it would make it easier. <laughs> this is the first time ever in my life where I'm completely aware that this is out of my control. And I realize at the same time that if it weren't for the power of my mindset, I wouldn't be able to get through this because right now my son is in active addiction. And the only way that I know that he relapsed again this past week is because I got an email this morning from the hospital. And so there was part of me that knew he was in a really bad place. I'm going to, I'm going to share something really intimate with you. When my son first had his accident um, and we were in, in shock trauma, we came home one night and got in bed and I had a vision. That's the only way I can describe it. And at this point, Dylan was in a coma and he came walking into my bedroom. I could see him, Anita. And he sat on my bed and he said, I, I don't know what to do because I've seen this. And he pointed to a different spot in my room and I could see my grandfather and my husband's grandfather and like this white light between them, which I'm just going to identify as God. That's what it was to me. And then he said, my son said, but I have this huge mess to clean up. Mm. And it was like, he was looking at me, asking me what to do. Like as mm. his mom, he was asking me, what do I do here? And I didn't know what to say. And I told him that I said, I, I, it's not up to me. And then he was gone. And I've held on to that all this time because I don't think he's really decided yet mm. which side he wants to be on. Mm. And so people ask me all the time, how do you get up every day? How do you, how do you, how do you live with that? Cause I'm going to manifest better. Mm. Oh, so beautiful. Yeah. I just, it's, I'm so excited that we get to talk about this because one, you know, especially because I'm a money mindset coach, right? I'm always teaching people, you know, you can make money doing whatever it is that you want to do. And then what people don't think that money and, you know, all the clients and all the success is going to change everything. And it really doesn't. It doesn't change your relationships. It doesn't change the way that you feel about money. It doesn't change the way that you feel about yourself. And so, like, I'm really happy that we're on this topic because, like you said, with your mindset, we really are the example. We cannot do anything else rather than just be the example because people are going to see that for you. And even with the people closest to us, it's, it's, um, I would say it's the most challenging. And that's why I have so much fire to teach people about how powerful your mindset is. It's because the people that are closest to me, they don't see me as that, that coach, that mentor, that person who's like, um, you know, teaches mindset. They just see me as a needed, which is amazing. But at the same time, 
you wish that, you know, that they could see the world the way that you see it. And I love life so much. I can't even explain how much I wake up and I'm just like, life is so good. Like, so good. Like, things are going crazy, but this is so good. And um, we just have to be that example that that um, the work starts with us. It starts within us and how we feel about ourselves and all these things. And um, I think that's amazing that you're able to be that example and that you're able to be strong for other people because somebody here listening to this right now, myself mostly included, I'm literally just trying to fight back tears this whole entire time. But, you know, they just need to hear that, your story. And I want to talk about how intuitive you are and you also told me the little story right before we started here. And um, one, like, how did you know, like, how in tune that you are? <laughs> Where did that start? And like, what happened in the hospital that made you like, really go, wow? Okay, so I have always known that I knew things, but I really tried to shut it out. I didn't have a childhood that was healthy. The environment that I was in wasn't healthy. And I would hear these promptings. And when I say hear, it's like in my, in my mind, I can hear it. I don't know. Like, I just know, I don't know how else to explain it because I've never not known, but I shut that out for quite a while. And I really have never been open with saying who I am. And I think touching on what you just said, you have got to love yourself first right? You have to be comfortable with who you are and how you show up in the world. I wasn't comfortable with that part of myself. I wanted to keep it shrouded in secrecy. I knew that when I put my hands on people behind the chair, that I knew things about them that I, how would I know? I was always, wow. <laughs> yeah. So, and that, that was cool because I could direct a conversation in a certain way because I knew kind of what was going on. I could feel emotion if they were going through something, I could feel tension. I could feel all of those things. And so I just used it to my benefit. I swear to you, I think that's what made me so much money, you know, was mm. listening, listening to that. Everybody has intuition. People just need to learn how to hone it. Mm. And so it, it was, it was a powerful thing. And for me, I didn't have the breakthrough until my son was in the hospital. Wow. And someone had given me a card with holy oil from the St. Charbel of Lebanon. He was a healer. Wow. And I walked to the door of my son's room and he was alone, which never happens. And he had a fever of 106, 107, and they couldn't figure out why. Mm. They thought it was from his traumatic brain injury. I, I heard like, go get the oil. I'm like, all right, I went, I got the oil. I placed some on his temples. I placed some on right in, in between his eyebrows. I placed some at his throat because he had a trach in. And then as I got to his chest and I had my hands resting over his chest, I don't even remember saying anything until I got out of the room. I don't even remember having the full thought, but I knew what was wrong. And I went out, his little nurse's name was Nora. Oh, like, like Nora, um, he's got a massive infection in his chest. And he needs a three-day antibiotic and it starts with a C. Mm. And she's looking at me and she's like, what? And I'm like, can you just call the doctor? So she called the doctor. 
the doctor called me and said, I want to be very real with you. I've been in this surgery. I'm exhausted. And I said, I need you to come look at my son like right now. And I got off the phone with her, Anita. And I was like, I am going to look like a really big idiot with some really big doctors. If this is not right. That's wow. And they came in and within 15 minutes, he had a swarm of doctors and nurses around him. And he had, um, one lung was totally filled with fluid. The other one was almost completely filled with fluid. And by that night they had the Cipro or whatever, whatever it was hanging in the bag, started with three days. (laughs) So that's when I really realized that me hiding who I am Mm -hmm. is keeping people from healing, including myself. Oh, wow. Oh my gosh. That was a mic drop. That was huge. I gave me full body chills when you said that. Right. Because think about this. If you decided that you were going to stay doing makeup, mm-hmm. not put the time into this podcast, this magic wouldn't be happening with, between us right now. Mm. And somebody is hearing this and they're feeling like they can't go on. They can't, they can't do this. They can't do that. And we're here to tell you you and I are teamed up telling them, no, you can, you can. And just be the example of yourself, show up as yourself, because that's what the world needs. Mm. We need more authenticity. We need more connection. You know, I mean, I, I wonder if that's not part of what took my son down Mm. because we've been so disconnected, you know, and we're, we're creating, I mean, we talked about clubhouse earlier, but like these we're creating, we're creating authentic connection, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just the coolest thing ever. And I, I couldn't be happier with where I am in my life as far as a person, because this whole situation between my intuition and my makeup business, like the magic's still happening. Mm. Oh, Oh, so beautiful. I'm just so excited about this episode because I just know that people one, I, I just really want to go back to the point of the fact that you've had everything that you've wanted and manifest, like manifest. And then something like this happens. Mm-hmm. And then it's just a whole nother wake, like breakthrough. And I think this, this is so important for so many people because I think for me, for the surface, I get in that kind of mindset of like, oh no, what if I like, once I have everything that I won't have any more problems, I always have that crazy belief that I'm not going to have any more problems. And then once I started to like hire a team and, you know, invest more time. And then I realized I'm like, oh my gosh, there's literally so much more things to worry about rather than just trying to get started and all that stuff. So I think it's beautiful that you're, you're also talking about how your business just completely came like left in an instant. Like people don't realize if like how important it is to, to want actually take that time off. Right. Because imagine if you didn't take that time off, you said seven months, right? Yeah. It gave me a lot of clarity. Seven months. And a lot of people are not strong enough to do that. Like they'll just say, oh, well, you know, funeral's over. Now let's go back to reality. You know, little things like that, like for my example. And honestly, in my story, my personal story about my uh, stepdad, 
is that it brought so much to the surface to put my family, my family, like we've had so many traumatic or traumatic uh, things happen in our family, not just, you know, with um, passing away, but also just my brother in the hospital, same like our very similar story where we were bedside for like months and we just talked about it. And it just felt so good to just bring so many things to the surface and like, you know, and just feel lighter as a family. Um, and just having that time to actually sit with your family and not worry about not working and all that kind of stuff. Like it's so important to set up your business that way. So I want to talk about the, the pivotal moment when you um, started to work with the company and this is a, another shift for you because now you're no longer behind the chair. You just took seven months off and now you're uh, going to a different venture with a different business. Mm -hmm. So how did that manifest for you? Was that something that you intentionally like were, were looking for? Or did it kind of just fall into your lap? I have been manifesting more for many, many years. I've, I've run my whole career that way, but I would say definitely when I saw, when I saw that I had all this time on my hands, right. And I could just do my makeup and I was making all this money. I had no idea that's the direction it was going to go in my manifesting. My manifesting was focused on making more money and having more time with my family. That, okay. That, that was it. I didn't sit there and go, okay, I want to be, um, a makeup artist at this. You know, I didn't do any of that. I was like, I love this makeup. I want to be home with my family more and I want to make more money. And I kept that thought at the forefront of my mind through the pandemic. And what's crazy is it was all through social media because that's all we had, but I just kept manifesting that success. So I think that for me, maybe if I'd gotten a little more specific, it would have been a different thing, but I just... The time freedom for my family and creating a new business model has been really good for me because it's helped me heal at the same time. Does that make sense? Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Oh, I love how you talk about online, too, is that like there's there's so many things that I um, I come from a story of a hustle grind and you know, trying to like get rich quick kind of like mentality. Like my whole life, I've always had like this, I knew I was going to be rich and famous, but I was just so like trying to like, I don't know, get that good, get rich quick kind of mentality. And so there's so many things that I like tried and failed and tried and failed and tried and failed. And now I'm realizing what the beauty industry is one that that was the industry that I was supposed to zone in on. And then two, there's just so much opportunity in our industry alone. Like, I was telling someone the other day, or I talked about this on a podcast, is that our industry alone is a $500 billion industry, but the beauty industry was the only industry to quadruple in sales over the pandemic and right. like partnering with that so that you were able to do that. Let me tell you this. I didn't know that's what I was doing when I got the sample. I didn't know that that's what I was doing was starting a business. I had no idea because in my head, I was going back to hair. I didn't think we were going to be shut down for a year. But what has been so cool about it is that I've been able to take my love of makeup and put it into my own brand and focus more online and be with my family more. I think when you really have those ideas at the forefront of your mind constantly, 
everything is going to align around those thoughts. And so once I, once it clicked, like this is, this is working, then I started manifesting a bigger audience. Okay. So that was my next thing. I was like, I want to broaden my audience. I want to have more exposure. Nobody was really thinking about that except people in the beauty industry during a pandemic, right? Like, I mean, it was like, I'm going to plot to get this bigger audience. Now, let me tell you how crazy the universe is. Ready? I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to blow your mind. So I, I, you know, give me, give me more, give me a bigger audience. I've now been in this business for a year. I'm, I'm making, you know, four figure paychecks. This is amazing. I get sick. I'm the only one in the house who gets sick. No one else gets sick. I never take time out for myself. The very night that I get sick, I'm introduced to clubhouse, the new social media app. Oh, wow. And now here you and I are talking to my larger audience. Oh my gosh, chills. So if you were never sick, you wouldn't have gone on Clubhouse instead of Facebook Live. Never. Oh, this is so beautiful. It's amazing. It's amazing. And that that's the other part of it that I want to say something about. Your perspective, being in a state of gratitude is so important, in my opinion, to that manifestation. You have to have a recognition for what you have right now in this moment. Mm because you're not guaranteed another moment. You're not guaranteed tomorrow. And so I think it's really important, at least for me, I do my affirmations, my manifestations, and my gratitude. And I do that consistently. And I say to the universe, to God, thank you for, and then I, I am grateful for And I use those things be very intentional in that because I could sit right now and be like, my son is in active addiction. This, this is overwhelming my whole life. It could consume me if I let it, Anita, it could, Mm. but what am I grateful for today? Mm. I'm grateful to be sitting here with you. Mm. I am grateful. And I documented it before I got on here with you that I was able to take a picture of myself getting ready to do a podcast talking about my healing and talking about my brand that I built during a pandemic. I'm grateful for those things. And being in that space doesn't really leave a whole lot of room for me to be worrying about what's going to happen because I'm in right now. And I'm saying, this is what I want for the future. So if you're manifesting, really remember gratitude is so important. Oh, beautiful. I have a personal question for you that I have been like just beating myself up over just for a million years, it feels like. So what is your, I know that you say God and then you say the universe. Mm -hmm. How, How are they like, how do you describe that to other people? Like where I feel like sometimes I like, I, I go back and forth. Like I obviously I pray to God and I pray and I say things like, Oh, well, the universe will give you signs. And I feel like people just get so like, Oh, she only believes in, you know, certain things. So I guess like, what's your perspective on that? This is like the most beautiful question I think I've ever been asked. Thank you. Cause I've been literally just staying up late at night, just being like, Oh no. <laughs> okay. Sorry. I'm listening. <laughs> I believe that our world gets really hung up on the language that we use instead of the message that we're conveying. And I don't think that you can put God in a box of calling it, this entity, God, because 
that exists in every single one of us. We are connected. And I think that's, it's so important to remember that because if one of us is hurting, it has a ripple effect. Mm -hmm. And so I, I say, God, the universe, trying to speak other people's languages. But to me, this is all like, he's within us. If we say he, God, mm -hmm. the universe is a part of us. Like we are all divinely connected. We are all vibrating together, right? We are, our hearts are all beating it, you know, together. We all breathe in the same air, you know? And so I think when we try to put that in a box, it would be like trying to fit all the people in the world into one state, you know, it just, it's not going to work. It doesn't fit. Mm. So mm. to me, I, I believe in God, but I, that's just the language that I speak. That's mm. the way that I was raised, right? I take things from the way I was raised. So I think it's tradition and I think it's sad that people get hung up on that so much because there's really only two things, love and fear. Oh, this is such a beautiful topic. And I've honestly been so scared to talk about it, but yes, because I identify as a Christian. I, I, I am a Christian and I've just been so scared to say it out loud because I'm like, what if people think, you know, Christians think X, Y, and Z about me or the other way around. Like I just, I honestly always thank God for being patient with me because I'm so curious. I just want to know so much more. I'm so open-minded and I know that, you know, I have spirit guides. I know that I'm divinely loved. I'm guided. I'm protected. I just, and I truly believe that God is in us that, yeah. you know, God created everything and including us guys, we are literally, we have so much power and I've been just listening to so many new books and just becoming so aware of this. And obviously when traumatic stuff happens like this, it just wakes you up. You just become so awaken to how beautiful life is. And I just, I honestly just never believe that people just pass away. I believe in eternal life. I believe that everything is just so, so beautiful. And that's why I just get so excited when we get to like share these stories because people don't realize of like how everything really, really is possible. And I think your story is just a manifestation of that. I'm so excited to have you on this podcast. I'm so grateful to be here to witness you opening up. I, I get to see your face and oh. I get to see that, that glow that there's been this authentic, genuine connection. And I am so proud of you for standing oh. in your truth and saying, I'm a Christian and saying who you are, because you're encouraging people in this industry to stand in their truth. Mm. And so how, what better way to do that than to stand in your own truth on your platform and say, this is who I am. So it's incredible. I'm so wow. happy to be here. Thank you. Yeah. That's the first time I, I ever said that on any of my platforms. That's so but you know what? This is the first time that I've said out loud, I'm intuitive and I do readings. For people. <gasps> no first, way. This is the first time that I've said it publicly. Yes. The first time. <gasps> I'm right. celebrating so hard today. <laughs> right. It's so good. And the thing is, is that what I've found is that I spent so many years of my life trying to fit in and, and like in my younger years and if I had ripped the bandaid off and just been myself, maybe it would have given my son a little bit more room to do the same. 
And so that's the other thing is that it's given birth to a new season of me mm. where I have like a different perspective. And please don't anybody think I'm blaming myself for my son's attempt or his addiction. That's not what I'm saying. But what I am saying is that I think there's such power as human beings when we can be who we authentically and genuinely were created to be mm. and showing up in that way in the universe, there is no greater superpower. Oh, chills. <laughs> I just want to hang out with you. I'm coming. You're in Baltimore, right? Yes. I'm literally going to come to Baltimore. I'm speaking into existence right now. And we are doing a live second part two because I can literally talk to you all day. I'm so excited about that. That would be amazing. I think we need to manifest that right now. <laughs> I'm putting it in the books. I'm actually going on tour with the podcast. Stop. (laughs) Are you kidding me right now? We're going to do this, aren't we? We're doing it. We're literally doing it. I'm so excited. I am so excited too, because one of the things that I have manifested in my manifestations, and I wasn't going to say it, but now because you said that, I've been manifesting um, that standing on a stage in front of people sharing the story and encouraging them I'm just dying. Like I'm so, I'm just so excited. And you know what? None of this would have been possible if I was doing hair at the level that I was, but because of makeup. Oh my gosh. Wow. Girl, I can't even explain. I'm just excited that you guys get to hear this right now, because again, this would literally be our our conversation in a coffee shop or even over the zoom. I was like, wait, 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 like wait for the podcast. Cause I will just go on and on and on, but yeah, I'm hosting a live event. I'm dead. We're doing this. We are literally doing this. This is so fun. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. The the other side project I'm currently working on is writing a book about these experiences. So hopefully I'm manifesting it. Yay. Oh, how beautiful. Yes. I think that's so important to just write every single step of the way. That's why I, I honestly have this huge fire. Like you, when you know, you know, you know, like when I know that I'm going to be a millionaire, absolutely no doubt, but I honestly know that I'm going to be a billionaire. And your biggest year, 2022 is going to be a huge year for your business. It's going to explode. <gasps> 2022 is your year. Huge. Oh my God. You heard it here. Oh, you just had an intuitive nudge about me. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is why we need to have a call every single week. I'm just so obsessed with you. This is so beautiful. Wow. I love this. It's so good. And it's so cool that we have such a connection. This is what I'm talking about. You guys, like, this is how, this is where the magic happens. I mean, this podcast is connecting people. We never would have known each other otherwise. And it's so amazing. And to think that you're going to tour, think of all the beautiful souls you're going to be able to meet along the way. Mm. If you need a sidekick, I'm there. Oh my gosh. We have literally, like, this is our first conversation, guys. This is so funny. I'm like, literally. But you know that. It sounds like we've been talking, yeah, like forever. Soul sisters. We're literally soul sisters. Oh, okay. Before I get to rambling, we got to leave stuff for part two because I'm coming to Baltimore. Um, so let's see. My last question for you is, I know that you've been working on the beauty brand. What is, what is the main focus right now? What is your, all of your energy going towards? All of my energy is going towards manifesting women to come in alignment with me mm-hmm. in my business who are sick of doing something somebody else's way and they want to build their own beauty business 
whether it's online or in person, however they want to do it, but the world is their oyster. And I want to find real, genuine women who want to do that. And that is completely where my focus is, is just getting the message out that you can love yourself. You can put your makeup on. Let me show you how to do it. And let's find more women who want to run a business. That's, that's my focus right now, completely. Oh, this is so beautiful. Guys, if you're listening to this right now and that gave you chills or that made you excited, or if you've just heard Stacy's story in our whole conversation of how she just gave me the biggest download ever, that was so beautiful. I'm so excited. I highly encourage you guys to get in her energy. So Stacy, I know you're on Clubhouse, but I met you on Instagram. Where are you on the most and where can people find you? I would say the best place to find me is probably Instagram, um, style of Stacy. If you want to, um, look at the beauty brand, I have a link you can shop. Um, also if you want to message me on Instagram for a reading, I do have a wait right now, but I would love to do that for anybody who's interested. I'm, I'm really here to connect. I just want to connect with more like-minded people. So Instagram clubhouse, however you want to reach out to me. I'm happy to connect. Oh, beautiful. I'm doing the reading. Okay. I do know. <laughs> All right, guys, make sure that you, um, follow her on Instagram. And if you're listening to this right now, again, it's for a reason. There's a reason there's something that you're supposed to hear today and really, really just take that and take action on it because manifestation comes when you are balanced of both masculine and feminine energy. You heard the thing that you needed to hear to keep going and now take action on what feels good and what feels in alignment. So I'm so grateful to have you as an, a guest today, Stacy. Guys, please screenshot this episode and tell us one thing that you heard from this that really shook you, that motivated you. And just tag us because honestly, I never realized how many listeners I have until they reach out to me and I'm like, what so be sure to reach out and i want to thank you guys again so much for listening bye thank you guys so much for tuning into the makeup mentor podcast if this episode resonated with you if it helped educate you or it just changed your perspective in any way shape or form please stop what you're doing right now take a screenshot and tag me on instagram at the makeup mentor podcast and you will be rewarded with a free journal prompt just for sharing or you can head over to my website and learn about working with me one-on-one breaking down those money blocks taking your business to the next level and possibly even being a guest on the show thank you guys again so much for listening to this episode and we will see you next week